The opinions stated on this podcast do not reflect the opinions of the Alessal as a whole. Welcome back to the Celestial After Hours. I'm your host, Bruce Darnell. Boo. And to the front of me, my number one hater, <laughs> Chloe Wolf. Chloe. Yay. You already introduced me. I can't introduce myself. I have. I guess I have. <laughs> you could say, what do you do? Because I think every oh, time yeah. you come on, you... Every time I've come on here and it hasn't been published. Um, I'm a photographer, but I do basically everything else. That is a lie. I just like thinking I'm cool true but i do do a lot she photographs and other among other things among us so let's get into this (laughs) talk right now um all right wait gonna swing from the chandelier god i hate myself i do too anyway (laughs) back on track after our little pause actually i don't need to say that because it's gonna cut right here yeah anyway um, so, we have the mental health issue, and we have a new edition of the newspaper. Slay. Um, sway. Sway. Um, uh, can so we start with the mental health ad- issue? Yes. So, the mental health Kay. issue. This was produced Over during spring, spring break. break. Yeah. yeah. And it was... Quite stressful. Indeed. It um, wasn't a break. Rest in peace. It wasn't until, like, half of it was work, and then half of it was break. So, yeah. and going in the odd podcast, the old one, oh my god, the same as another podcast. Podcast. The old one from before this one that was not published, we talked about our excitedness for spring break near the end. We were like, oh, I can't wait. We really need this break. We and really? then it wasn't a break. Yeah. We it were so young, so, so naive. Some spring children, you know? So naive. It's fine. It doesn't even feel like spring. It's not spring yet. Yeah, it is. 20th was spring. Ooh. Yeah, but global Ooh. warming. That's true. Okay. M- mental, um, health anyway. mental health issues. Mental health issues. What did we talk about here? Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. Dylan wrote about OCD. I wrote about hysteria. Roos wrote about neurodivergency like adhd and autism 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 and then they're climbing in your windows snatching up your kids like that one that one commercial from autism speaks that was really stupid also winter wrote her first article in the the mental health issue she's my fellow photographer and she wrote about navigating the health system, the mental health system, and finding therapists. She wrote with Dylan, Damien. I'm so sorry, Damien. Cool. And then Kamala wrote about self care. And then for the opinion, we had a very, <laughs> very good graphic. Um, it's a really good graphic. Describe it. We love Popbox. Victor. Are you upset, kitten number four? Go touch some grass. And there's an actual cat. Ha ha. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Hi. And Nicole wrote that. Nicole did write that. That was a uh, opinion. Oh my gosh. It was an opinion. opinion. 
It said, online misery loves company. Offline recovery takes work. So, basically, touch grass. Yeah. Things get better. This is true. And then we also did... Sorry, I just completely interrupted Bruce. It's what he deserves. But we did a survey, and over 500 people responded, which is crazy. Yippee. Yippee. Yep, yep, yippee. Okay, do you want to talk about your article, and then I'll talk about mine? Sure. So, autism, I was not, say autism, but neurodivergency. I wasn't really able to get any sources, so I tried to find some scholarly articles. And these scholarly articles about ADHD and autism, mainly, those are the main ones I focused on. It was basically about how having these disorders can affect your development in life um, through personal things like um I'm not fully diagnosed with either, but I've been, I've been told, and I have been medicated for ADHD. Peer diagnosed, for real. I am peer diagnosed by other Neurodivergent people. Yeah. Actually diagnosed. And so a lot of the, I felt like, developed me as well, which kind of made it a more of a personal thing writing it. But reading about it, it was very interesting because sort of, for the main article used for autism, it was talking about how a group of neurodivergent youth would split themselves among people that sort of tried to stay. They would either try and assimilate into a major group, which was people that weren't neurodivergent or autistic. And that was what a majority of people with autism did, is they tried to throw away sort of what made them them through their being autistic. And then there were the people that uh, didn't want that. They did not try and assimilate they would be a part of the group that was just autistic and that made up their identity that they were autistic and thus they were a part of this group and then there were people that uh denied either they didn't want to be a part of any and they were sort of outcast they were um i think i had it written down somewhere in there but they were just an out group and they were they didn't align with either and it was a very interesting article really hard to read um (laughs) academic stuff for real as most academic articles are where are the pictures where are the pictures i can't read without any pictures see i love academic work that doesn't seem academic it's my favorite thing to write about here there is a department here called education health and human behavior or something along the lines of that it's so it's a mouthful and it's so long but a lot of them like have so many different forms that they of academia that they use like one of them just recently produced a whole documentary documenting her experience as a black woman who's found like who was hired in a cluster and a cluster hire is basically when they're hired as a group and so there's six um black people within her department which is incredibly rare for academia so she did a whole um documentary about that and then another one who's also within the department and was a part of that cluster hire wrote a book about how academia kind of sucks unless you are a part of academia because most people don't have access to the work that a lot of these people are writing about so she wrote a book about how she uses the language i i wrote this article a while ago but i still have like think kind of memorized because it was such a good quote but she said the way I'm talking to y'all is the way I talk to my mom it's the way I talk to my friends it doesn't change so I think that's 
some cool stuff. And then a lot of them also have podcasts. I think it's called Blacktivism Within the Academy. A couple of them run that one. It's a really good podcast. Heavily suggested. I hate professionalism. I want to be informal. Real. It's very difficult being formal. Yes. My, my favorite thing about formal culture, though, is that I work at Walmart when I'm not here, and we get yelled at if we wear leggings or anything other than jeans with no holes because it's not professional. Yeah. It's... <laughs> like, you could use another excuse saying, oh, it's not safe. I would totally believe that. But that is just so funny to me that they were like, oh, you're not professional. You're working for, like, basically minimum wage at a grocery store. Be more professional. I know. They need the Walmart branded suit. (laughs) They did give us, you know, the ugly blue vest that we have? They also gave us shirts to match it. It's the same color, and you're (laughs) supposed to wear them both. I do not, but it is so funny that they tried to make us do that. Just in general, this job sounds funny. Um, I think a Walmart branded suit would be a good idea. I think it would really get the workers back on productivity, uh, being able to... Being able to show up and feel really professional, feel really refined, <laughs> wearing that teal blue suit with the Not big Walmart logo on the back. My friends call me Blueberry. Oh. <laughs> Blueberry. That's stupid. Um, what is another Dumb. thing? Also, my, f- my coworker was pregnant with twins, and she had to buy maternity jeans, which is expensive. They're so expensive. And she still had to work. Rest in peace. She's doing fine now. I think she's still on maternity leave. Anyway, back to mental health. Hysteria. Hysteria. Yeah, I read about hysteria, which if you don't know what it is, it's basically just a lot of illnesses, both both physical and mental, thrown into one because men were like, women are crazy, dog. True. Basically, that's what it was. But it's been around since literally ancient Egypt and Greece, but got popular in the 1880s with my least favorite person to ever walk this planet. Drum roll. Sigmund Freud. You know, like the the little, uh, the like confetti sound effect, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but Sigmund Freud was like, yo, these women be hysteric because they don't have penises. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. That's the real term for it. Yeah, it's called penis envy. And he was like, yo, women miss their penises, man. It's making them crazy. He was so real for that. No, I hate him. (laughs) Every time Sigmund Freud is proved correctly... I lose at least a day of my life. You haven't? I mean, it's usually just on TikTok. That's just the mom stuff. (laughs) Boy mom. (laughs) Do you want to hear my favorite thing about Sigmund Freud? Sure. So, he had this one theory. He was like, women are only lesbians because their dads sucked. I don't know what it was called. I just know he did it. But his daughter was a lesbian. And she spent her life trying to disprove some of the things that her father did. And I love her. I don't know her name. I know she exists, though. Let me look up her name. TikTok duet. Picture of Sigmund Freud. (laughs) Sigmund Freud is a very, 
weird character. <laughs> he scares me. It was like yeah. all the anal stuff that he talked about, like the theories about <laughs> how your personality changes, like depending on your anus or something. I don't remember the exact details of it. We landed in sociology. Uh, it's pretty funny though, because we had to talk about anuses in class, and it was, it was a lot of giggly people that day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, her name was Anna Freud. And she was also a psychology person. She did a lot, but she worked with a lot of children. When Sigmund Freud refused to work with children, Anna would work with children. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty cool. What an icon. We love lesbians. I love lesbians. But Anal stage. <laughs> the God, second no. stage in psychosexual development between 18 months and, th- and three years old. Okay. Dear Lord. Where? Where are some of the... Oh, Can I get back to hysteria? Oh wait, anal retentive personality. Oh, man. <laughs> Earlier harsh toilet training. Dude, he was <laughs> so funny. Harsh toilet training? He was so funny. <laughs> what a concept. This guy was a poster. This he <laughs> had it in his blood. Can you imagine Sigmund that? really didn't do like any research on anything either. He was just like, yeah. It just makes sense to him. <laughs> I think that's what he more was people on a, should be like. He was on a whole different level, for real. And, like, the most common photo of him is just him smoking a cigar. He's just, it just, like, he's just such a funny person. I think he would be a Brooklyn podcaster if he was born today. <laughs> he would have theories <laughs> that universities would not accept. <laughs> and I think that's great. Anyway, back to Anyway, back to my article. So, hysteria. Um, do you want to know some of the cures? The cures? Big rock on woman head. <laughs> That's, that was the number one cure back no, in the day. No, no. So, there was a couple really popular ones. One was stop reading. Don't do anything a man does. Because they were like, oh, women's brains are tiny. If they do the things like read, they're going to go crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Another one was get married because you need a man to not be crazy, specifically their penis. Um, Third was an orgasm. Yeah. They needed it or they didn't need it? They needed it. That's that was a cure. It was called 18. It was called uterine massages. Yes. Yes. Uterine massages. I thought they just didn't care back then. I thought they just didn't bother. Like, whatever. (laughs) No, it was done by doctors, and doctors would get so tired of doing it that they invented vibrators just so they wouldn't have to stand there for hours at a time doing uterine massages. And look at where we are now. (laughs) Look at where we are now, guys. But honestly... You gotta flop to to Flynn, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But hysteria was literally popular until 1980. That's when they... I forget... Some medical, like, popular medical publisher or something along the lines of that was like, this isn't real. But hysteria still affects women today. If you are a woman or you were socialized as a woman and you were listening, have you ever been told that it was just in your head when you went to a medical professional? It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people that I know. And it's really bad. Um, I did bring up that 
a lot of the effects of women being ignored within the medical field are dis- have a disproportional effect on women of color, specifically black women. I forget where it is, but I think it was the maybe the CDC. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Look at me not cussing, guys. You can't do that in the office, though. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't replace it with gosh darn it. Only on the gosh, pod. Gosh darn it. On the pod. That's the <laughs> on the pod. That was the worst thing you've ever said. Okay. I've said worse. I, I said they were real earlier for hating women, and you didn't, you didn't <laughs> even bat an eye. Uh-oh. Keep dropping. Oh, God, I'm going to have to look it up, but I think it was the CDC that said black women are too tight. How much more likely? I mean, I, I talked with... um. When I was doing like a nursing beat back in my first semester, I was talking with them. Nursing. Look, okay. Anyway, I talked with one of them and they said that it was, oh no, I didn't. I, I heard it during um, climate survey results and they said that it was like, it's sometimes amount more likely for a black baby to die if they're not under the care of a black provider. If they're like under a white provider, it's more likely that a black baby will die. Mm-hmm. Or I, I think even just a, a black woman like giving birth, it'll die. Yeah. And it's just more likely that. So it it was the, oh yes, it was the CDC. The CDC said black women are three times more likely to die from a pregnancy-related cause than white women. Yeah. So women are still not being listened to within the medical field. We're more likely to die of a lot of things. Also tying into Bruce's. Women are less likely to be diagnosed with autism or they're likely to be diagnosed later because when they were researching autism and doing research on it, they only had boys. Yep. Also, seatbelts is another thing. Boys. Only tested on men. Crash dummies are always men. Men. The source that I got for this, women are more likely to die of heart attacks because they're not studied compared to men and a whole bunch of other stuff can't think off the top of my head so in general we need to study women more women are cool they all need to start women uh it's women's history month guys women's history month give me 75 cents every day i got my fist in the air right now fist is in the air (laughs) But but while we're i don't know if you guys have seen it but on tiktok there was this dude who was like yo Women are so cool. They got a black hole down there that just can create things. Shut up. That's not all women are. Don't reduce women to that just because that's a defining part of our lives. There are also Fleetwood Mac and Beatles and Clearwater <laughs> Revival. Are you just listing things that I like? Yeah, and <laughs> Grandma Sweater and... And driving car. <laughs> I don't like driving, Bruce. I hate it. Anyway, thank you, Bruce, for recognizing me as a person. I got my fist in the air. It's no freedom till we no freedom till we're equal. Damn right, I support it. <laughs> I can't change. Even if I tried. Okay. Okay. Anyway. We have anything else to talk about? We can talk issue? about this week's edition now. Yeah. Wow. Um, hey, moving on. Mental health issue is still in the boxes. Yes, please grab some. We grab spent some. we spent so long trying to get those. We had staples somewhere in St. Louis print them, 
and it was awful. It took them like three days to actually get it. And then once we got it here, the box fell out of the car and a bunch of papers just went flying. <laughs> and hey. then I have a, one right here. And the crease was, a corner was folded. So it's just printed incorrectly. Hey, but that does not mean you should not pick them yes, up. Yes, please pick they them up. They are everywhere. They are tiny. You can fit them in your pocket yes. if you tried. And uh, they're very quick read. Also, and very informative. please help our um, circulation guy, Udit, out. Because I really think it's so much harder to do his job when he has all these tiny little papers to move around as well as the old edition of papers. Yeah. And Make we sure love you Udit. those pages. Shout we out to Udit. love Udit. I love that man. Our anyway. One. On to this week's... Um, edition this is a really good edition i quite enjoy this one um on our our headline is about student government oh boy which i kind of have a love-hate relationship right now because they had their debates the last couple days and i was at every single one and it was draining because they would talk gang because i had to video we're doing video but there's no tripod so I shake a lot, and I'm trying to hold as still as possible while recording these things. So I'm just sitting there like, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move. And then I leave with the worst wrist pain as well as hip pain because I have to stand up for those shots because I can't just be on the ground constantly. I just got to sit there and listen. He did. And I had three separate cameras because I'm also, as a mass comm major, I have to take mass communications classes, and I... One of our assignments right now is finding an event and writing a news story on it and then filming said news story and finding B-roll for it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just do student government. And then Gabe was like, hey, hey, can you do this? I'm like, oh. And then because I can't say no, I was like, yeah, sure. And then he was also like, can you also get pictures as well as video? So... You just witnessed me with three different cameras at once. I have a picture of me in the point five style with three different cameras, and it is really I funny to me. <coughs> Even if I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I helped with some of it, kind of. How? Oh yeah, he unlocked yeah, the door for us to get no, the camera. <laughs> not with that. I helped with the other stuff. I helped with the B roll. Yes. I was oh there. yes, he helped me for my assignment because I was on the field. Yes. I was in those trenches. Yes, he was in those trenches. S- we were both on, in the trenches. On goose poop. Yeah. In the little grass and not yeah. and figuring out white balance. Yeah. It wouldn't work. The camera was glitching on me. The gain was on and I didn't realize it was on, but I also turned it off a couple times, but then it kept turning back on. I but luckily, my favorite person in the mass communications department, Miss Teresa Polly, came out and helped me. I love I, you, Teresa. I think you probably don't know me, but I think you're the coolest person ever. I think that's what Le Miserable is about. <laughs> about the camera not having the, about the camera having the game. You know? I hate you. I think that's what the like they're all singing in French and I think they're just talking about cameras. And that, like that's they're ex- just not working. That's exactly what's happening in Lame is. That's exactly what it's about. You know, it's not about, you know, the revolution or anything. Yeah, I took a media literacy class. I know it's what. <laughs> I know what's happening. I'm a, I'm a mass communications major who definitely has mass communications classes for sure. I'm medially literate. Okay, anyway, continue on. We're on the second page now because the said pictures that I talked about earlier are on here. But because 
our printer always prints things so dark. So I was like, oh, we're just going to whiten the brighten these to an obscene amount because maybe they'll turn out looking fine. And the one time we do it, he doesn't print them insanely dark. So now you just have these really bright pictures. I don't think Tammy actually complimented me on the pictures. But because she can't see them. <laughs> because she can't see them because they're so bright. No, I was saying this to Gabe and when we were designing, I was like, you're going to brighten it really a lot. And then it's going to be the one time <laughs> that he's going to not print it super dark. He's like, he's going to be like printing and he's going to call us and he's gonna be like, hey guys, I actually figured out what was wrong and I fixed it. You know, it's like this one thing in the machine and it's all good now. I hate I when just, Bruce is right. And I, I hate dude, I'm Bruce always right. right. No, you're not. Shut I up. am forever right. Uh-huh. There's never yep. a time when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we could talk about page three because this was designed. Wait, no. Oh, you don't. We got we got to talk about the police blotter first because oh, SIUE right. has had an insane last couple weeks. So I think it was last Tuesday, right? Last uh, Tuesday, Peck was on fire. The elevator was on fire. So they had to cancel class for a minute, but it all turned out fine. And then literally an hour later, they were like, "Oh." Science East is being evacuated because something's wrong there. The ventilation. Uh, yeah, the ventilation. And then the next day, someone got hit by a trash truck right outside campus. And then about an hour later, we got a text saying, if someone approaches you in your car, do not get out of the car. This was all in the span of <laughs> two days. We... <laughs> An unleashed dog was reportedly <laughs> chasing people. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see that. Um, oh, there was a hit and run, too? Oh, no, I think, was that the garbage truck? Or was that different? I don't know. That was, no. Okay. No, that's not the garbage truck. I guess, are you sure? No. Yes, yeah, because the, the garbage that truck was. That was during spring break, the fifth. Yeah. Okay, we weren't even here. Yeah, yeah, that was different. No, but the hit and run was when we were back. So who? Okay, whatever happened with that person? They've, um, I don't know. If we, we haven't ever... heard anything about them. I just know that they ran in, into the trash truck, and they were in critical condition. Oh yeah, I had to call the call the cops for this information. I talked to like three different stations, and none of them gave me anything. And then we made Gabe call them, and he got everything. Shout out to Gabe. Shout out Women's History Month. Anyway. My favorite woman, Gabe Brady. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. And then page three, Dylan designed his first page. Yippee. Yippee. And Tammy complimented it. It turned out pretty good. It does look really good. Next is our Metro East Eats. It was pasta. It's so fun. And we did pasta. We did great. pasta. It was very, very fun. It was very fun. And it I, turned out good. I actually helped design this. I changed everything out because we basically just use a template for Metro East Eats. But I helped design it with Francesca. Mm. We love Frankie. My first one was me. And I... Me. I, I reviewed Peel, um, Peel Pizza back in like September or October because we had soup for Metro East Eats. Soup? Never eating soup again. That was awful. Um, soup. Because I'm I'm generally a very soup. 
soup. I hope somebody turns you into soup. I really like soup. The witch's stew. <laughs> Remember the witch's stew? The big the big kettle filled with many giant vegetables and hot boiling water made just big enough for adventurers. Soup. Anyway. Um, I wrote about Peel Pizza, and I gave them a really low review because the atmosphere sucks. It's like Mm -hmm. it's built right underneath like a condominium or a hotel or something. It's so funny. And it's like got a color palette of white, orange, and black, and that's the entire color palette. And there's also wood. I guess so. (laughs) It's in the name. It is in the name. Wood-fired pizza. What did he do? Wow. But the (laughs) pasta... So surprisingly, when you go to wood fired pizza, feels wood fired pizza, and you get anything but pizza, it's it's typically not very good. You know, it's kind of in the name, like you expect to get pizza, but and their pizza their is pretty wings good. aren't bad either. I haven't had their wings. They're not that good, but they're not that bad. Okay, that's true. I'll take your word on it. <laughs> on this fine Women's History Month, I will believe women. Um, believe women. But the pasta was good. I had wagyu beef. And it was really, really good. I remembered it for the entire day afterwards. <laughs> I was so, it was delicious. It was a bit expensive though. It was like seventeen dollars yeah. for just a big bowl of pasta. Yeah. But it filled me up. I was not. Actually, I didn't even write enough. <laughs> no, we had to tell him to um, write fifty more words because his story was so short. It wasn't that short. It was. It was about as much as much as I was told to write. No. Um. Anyway. It wasn't. Anyway. It wasn't. I added more words. And it got good. I just talked about the atmosphere again because it was still kind of unappealing. The The service is really nice, though. You know, it's, it's because the atmosphere sucks doesn't mean they suck, obviously. But yeah, um, I liked the service. I liked how the food was. Didn't like the price, but I'm just cheap. So I, I like eating quantity versus quality. Real. So if I can pay less for more, I'd be happy. Yep. But I went to Sugo's here in Edwardsville. Sugo D's. I hate you, but I'm really proud of my headline. Sugo's Spaghetteria <laughs> is perfect for broke college students because it is. I love Sugo's. So basically, you walk in. It's like the vibe of a really expensive restaurant. They give you bread. They got the little olive oil to dip the bread in. They have the cloth napkins, and they give you water like in Europe. Oh, yeah. You're from high society. I forgot about that. I'm not from high society. You don't have your elbows on the table at any point. I got my elbows all over It's here. because I was a Girl Scout and I you went to Girl difference. Scout camp once and you know they the yelled be- at us. You know the difference between a salad fork and a normal fork? Because I, my mom made me learn. You know how to, you know you're supposed to put the napkin in your lap. Like, it's just kind of silly. Where else are you supposed to put the napkin? On the side of the table. But that's just in the way. How much space do you need? F- I don't know. I like things to be food. clean. It's a general area for food, and anything can happen there. Yeah, and but then you just what if you spill something on your lap? Oh. I don't like sucks. stuff on my clothes. Be more careful next time. Idiot. Well, anyway, thank you for your astute observations. I'm but very astute. Shut up. This is not the first time I've gone to Sugo's. I'm going to kill him. But... I got the half order of fettuccine Alfredo with chicken, and I literally only paid nine seventy five. That's not including tip, but nine seventy five. So what's a half order? It's like a whole plate, man. A whole plate. Hmm. 
Why is it called half order? Because it's less than you'd usually get. And then the whole order is only like $12. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. But um, it's really good. And I don't eat a lot, so I had enough to take home, even though it was a half order. And I went with some of my friends, and they were like, oh my gosh, this place is perfect. We should come here every week because it's so cheap. My friend actually got the fettuccine without chicken, and it was literally $6. $6. Plus you get bread. Bread? And the bread is really good. I love bread and olive oil. And that's it. I just really like Sugos. Italian rapper. I like bread and oil. <laughs> Gabe's gonna like that one. No, Gabe is not. Gabe's gonna like that. Gabe one. is gonna act like you insulted him because you insulted his culture. <laughs> He's gonna like that. One. He's, gonna <laughs> He's not. He's gonna give me a high five. He's gonna give me a, f- a, a bro fist. A Cutie bro pie. fist. Oh fucking k. Oh. <laughs> wow, folks. What do you know? You're welcome. Okay. 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 Um, in general, you know, it turned out good. Generally, good Mestro ETs. Pretty good reviews. The colors um, are really nice, too. It was a colored edition. Woo! Yeah, no, the color, uh, Verdigris, that's that teal. That was, like, such a beautiful you color. You know the name of the color? Because it was on the, the website. And I actually did learn about Verdigris. They made Verdigris from copper. Um, I mean, yeah, copper does turn green. And then they made it blue, and that's it's, it used <laughs> they to be, made it blue. They used. I watched a video on it. The scientist guy, he like melted down copper and he like diffused it into being like the light green and then the blue. I don't remember all. The, it was a TikTok, and it was verdigris. Verdigris was the first. It was the lightest blue you could get back in the day, like so before they they really like had more colors. This was the brightest blue you could use, and you can turn it into oil paint and paint with it. And it was so cool to saw, to see how he did it because he just had a bunch of diffusers and he diffused out copper. He used like acid and he used like copper doorknobs and just put them in there. And it was so cool. Okay. I I guess I just can't share my interests. No. I can't have. I no, can't I'm only fun. allowed to share my interests because it's women hi- Women's History Month. You're not allowed to have an opinion right now. Speaking of opinion, we're on to the opinion page. What We're so good at transitions. Oh what my gosh. So, um, we wrote a staff ad about school shootings. Yeah. Um, yes. And it was mainly, I mean, just from the headline alone, it's talking about, like, what are we going to do if there's ever a school shooting? Mm-hmm. Um, because there was one, I think it was inspired, yeah, it was by the uh, MSU shooting. Um, it still happens. It yeah. still is always happening. And yep we don't really go through any drills we don't talk no. about what's going to happen we don't really know it's yeah. a pretty big campus like are we just supposed to stay in the rooms are yeah. we supposed to run like mm-hmm. what do we do and i think it's odd that we don't know what to do for here on college campuses when we've literally been training on what to do since we've been in kindergarten yeah i've i've noticed there's um they don't do any kind of drill here. No. Like, and I feel like, like they, they do fire drills. Do they do, we do fire drills? No, we don't. Well, they, they do, do fire f- alarms. They do fire alarm tests. That's like across the state. 
that's like yeah. Illinois in general do yeah. like first Tuesday. Every first Tuesday at 9 a.m. But we or don't. 10 a.m. I feel like they just sort of go off the presupposition that you know what to do because yeah. they've been doing it since like yeah. pre-K. But, but as we've seen, sometimes you don't know what to do because panic. Yeah. As the same thing with fires. They don't do fire drills. And there was a fire alarm impact whenever the fire happened. Mm-hmm. There was classes. Like, people just like, what are we doing? Even like. Oh, we've done this. It's literally just a drill, though, because we've been trained that it's only a drill. It's just a drill. Hey, you don't actually know when the real thing's yeah. happening. And mm-hmm. we don't have, like, an intercom system where a person can get on and say, like, hey, this is real. You guys need to leave. And um, Gabe was in a class. He, like, uses an anecdote. He said he was in class, his Spanish class, and they thought it was, like, oh, it's first Tuesday of the month. They just kept working. And they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is, like, the second Tuesday. This was, I only think it was Tuesday. No, it was Tuesday. They're like, oh, it's, we had spring break. It's not yeah. the first Tuesday. And then they just stayed in class until a cop came and was like, what are you guys still doing here? you got to leave. And then that's when they actually knew, oh, it was a real fire. Yeah. Um, and so if that was a genuine, because like they had it under control. It was just a small electrical yeah. fire. Yeah. That was a genuine fire. They would have been trapped. They would have been killed. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of applies not only to that, but to school shootings. Like, yeah. If there's a school shooter, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. We don't know. Actually, the night of the Michigan State University, I just recently w- met with my friend. She goes to a college in Colorado. I don't know which one it is because I'm not from Colorado. I just know it's a fancy tech school because she's really smart. Colorado. I'm a trap. But um, the same night of the Michigan shooting, there was also an active shooting on her campus, and it was right outside of her dorm room. She heard the gunshots she watched, but... I didn't hear about this in the news until she told me, but so basically there's this guy who'd been on campus for a couple of hours at that point with a gun and authorities knew and they didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell anybody. And then right after the shootings, she was looking out the door and her friend walked out of the room or walked out of the building because he didn't know that there was a shooting. So she had to like call him and frantically get him back into the building because they didn't tell him. So I think... Also, there's some lack lacking on the side of campus directors or people who handle these types of emergencies because I don't know what what are you supposed to do? It's not like do we cause panic by telling everybody or do we just let it happen and hope for the best? I mean, I know which one I would want. I would want to know. I obviously panic because i'm the most anxious person you've ever met but i would want to know and that's what my friend said she because she didn't know and she just heard gunshots off campus like right outside her door which is crazy yeah you can't just not tell people and then like because mm-hmm. that'll just lead to more, more casualties probably and, and you know there's like the theory like oh you don't yell fire in a crowded theater yeah but what if there's an actual fire it's not like the it's not the boy who cried wolf. It's like there's an actual fire. If you don't yell fire in the crowded theater, then all those people in the crowded theater are going to burn to death. Yeah. So you have to you have to let people know when things are actually happening. You have to mm-hmm. have means of letting people know. Like even sending out an e-alert. They didn't like, even do that until it was already happening and yeah. already over. That That's what happened on campus, my friend's campus, is they sent it 10 minutes after the thing that there was an active shooter on campus. So, and what amazed me was it was the same night as the Michigan State shooting yeah so and also the fact that this is still happening (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
you know. And we've been here for years and still yeah, there here. There just needs to be means of protecting people. And as of right now, it's like, what are we Hope going for the to best. Do? Yeah. Because I, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I also work at Walmart. And um, I don't know if you remember, but last... Walmart story. Walmart story, woo! But last um, Thanksgiving, there was a shooting in a Walmart store across the country, not even close to Illinois. And after that, they made us all take the active shooter training that they have. They're called U-Learns. And I'm not even going to lie to you, that is my favorite video. It is so well produced for a Walmart informational video. And it's very interesting to watch. They have this lady beating up an active shooter with a keyboard and the keys just go flying. They also have someone with a landline phone that they took off the cord. It's funny, but also the fact that I have to do that every couple of months because I could possibly be shot while I'm working. I could possibly be shot while I'm learning. Why is this still happening? Hmm. You know? Slay. <laughs> True. Wow. I love talking about deep things. We could get into it, but it's already been 40, 50 minutes. Yeah. We could get into the issues, but, you know, I've gone on political discussions on here before, and they go interestingly. So, just in general, change will happen. I got my fist in the air right now. I can't change. I mean, what's happening in France right now, man? Over retirement age. If only we were as passionate, right? For real. Um, We were. And we saw what happened. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's go to the sports page. My favorite. Yeah, this is a really good design. And he finally got color. Yeah. And it's literally just me. Yeah. I am the whole sports page, guys. Wow. That's true. All the photos, <laughs> the story, it was all from the illustrious Chloe Wolf. 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 Anyway, that was yeah. the worst thing I've ever done. Woofing. I hate that. Oh, yeah. On, on that last podcast, it didn't go out. I'm talking about wolf howling. They were, they were howling at me. I wasn't. Yeah, Dylan was. Dylan was howling at and me. We were talking about the other person that was howling. Yeah. The one in high school. Funny guy. Um, But, yeah, basically just with the sports page, it's just about Ball Hog. Ball Hog Academy. Yeah. Um, it's owned by this guy. Do you, you want to talk about it? I was going to say, it. Bruce, I, I wrote this. <laughs> Um, I can't talk over so a woman in women's history much. <laughs> over a thing that she wrote, but um, Victor's texting me. Okay, he said he's going to send it out because he's in the office. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Victor, yeah. I love you, man. But, so basically, Brandon Hogg, who's the CEO of this company, um, basketball player from Edwardsville, he went to... Indiana State or something along the lines of that and then played basketball overseas for a couple of years and then worked with a a company dedicated to serving underprivileged kids in like Chicago and California. He's like, "Wow, this is cool. I really wish we had something like this in Illinois." So he came back to Edwardsville and started his company, Ball Hog Academy, where he teaches a bunch of kids about basketball and he helps I don't know shape them in more ways than just physical i guess and we have not made jokes about it being called ball hog academy we've been very serious about it we have been very serious but he was a really cool dude he obviously really cared about the kids 
they have a pretty big it's called the sportsplex right outside of campus and they actually take interns from SIUE they do kinesiology students and physical personal trainers stuff like that and in the future they hope to have like mass comm students to help like record basketball basketball games write stories about it you know kind of get the word out about it but I went there and there was a lot of kids there so many kids so many children so many children playing with balls (laughs) but they all seemed really good there was only like six girls out there but they were killing it that's the one complaint I had about that. But, you know, I get it. Even if I <laughs> tried. <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty cool. I wasn't really proud of the photos, but I got a couple of good ones. I like this photo. It's a good photo. Yeah, it took me like an hour to get it. <laughs> I was just taking pictures of kids running around the gym because they were all doing like the same drills, just on different basketball courts. Tammy liked it. She, um, wow. I don't think I even told you. Tammy liked it. Um, the only thing she said about it was that it would have been better if they were all in unison, but that wasn't going to happen. How were they going to all be in unison? Well, yeah, it wasn't ever going to happen. No, they're, they're a bunch of kids bouncing basketballs, working on their handwork. I think she no. said, like, it'd be good if they were actually doing good at it. And, like, <laughs> Dang, <laughs> just roasted those kids. We'd be roasting kids. A lot of the kids also asked me to take pictures of them doing stuff that were not basketball. I was like, guys, no. Kids just want to be photographed. Yeah. They just like to think that they're cool. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> you have to shut down kids at every moment. Tell them they're not special. <laughs> Tell them they're not cool. They they aren't loved. You are not special. <laughs> You're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> Everybody in trouble. hates you. You're in trouble. Nobody likes you. You're bad at basketball. But actually, none of them were that bad at basketball. They they had some really good coaches from what I saw, really making sure they understood what was happening. It was pretty cool. If you're an SIUE student, maybe check it out if you want to go into any of that stuff. Pretty cool guy. And it's still kind of a... It's not necessarily a startup. There was a lot of people there, but it's still not as well known throughout the, the community, obviously. Okay. Is that all we want to talk about today? I think we got some good stuff today. I think so, too. Let us do... Obsessions. <laughs> Obsessions. What are you obsessed with? Bruce is going to really hate this one. Also, I'm going to plug our next edition because you know what's coming out next edition? Hosier. Uh. So, I love Hosier. He recently released a couple of songs and they it was their mistake, but they let me write a review on it. Oh my God, I love it. But I love him so much. And one of his songs, it's called Eat Your Young, and it is a commentary on post-capitalistic society or, like, late-capitalistic society. Bruce just revived. I did. And it also, he is an Irish man. He's from Ireland. A lot of his songs talk about Ireland. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but there's a really, really popular satirical paper called um, A Modest Proposal. And it seems like a really, you know, well-written thing. But then all of a sudden, about halfway through, it's like, yeah, we should eat our babies. Because basically, England had taken all of Ireland's food. Nobody could afford 
to take care of their children, feed their children, but they had a lot of children. So they were like, oh, well, if we just eat the babies, then we solve the population problem and the starvation problem. It was a joke. It was a satirical piece, meaning that they didn't mean it in that way. But Josier took some thoughts. I like snapping around my head to think. It usually helps. But to, he used it to kind of comment on... It's called Eat Your Young. I don't know if I said that yet. But he used it to kind of comment on what capitalism means for a lot of people at the moment. And he just sounds so good while singing it, man. Oh I love him. That man has done, like, no wrong ever. And I love when he takes things and includes them into his work. He's taken from Oscar Wilde. He's mentioned that. I don't remember what song. He, Orpheus and Eurydice, The Bog Man. I love The Bog Man. He's just, I love when he takes, like, a lot of different things surrounding a lot of different cultures and then smushes them all into one song. I love it. A few weeks from now. Um, I'm going to send you into a spiral by walking up to you randomly and saying, hey, did you hear about the Hosier allegations? <laughs> and I'm going to make never. up some stuff. My boy Andrew would never. I'm going to write, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to say, what can he reasonably be accused of that will that Chloe will believe? And I'm going to walk up to you I don't and know. say. Have you heard the way that man sings about women? He's a true ally, unlike Bruce. I can't change. <laughs> But yeah, My I'm actually. Got I'm, humor. It's about gay people, but She's I'm gonna try one. and buy tickets to his concert tonight. <laughs> I'm luck. really nervous because I'm a broke college student, but I feel like that's something I have to experience in my lifetime. How much are they? I don't know. Yeah, but oh. this man is six seven, or he's. I don't. That is a blatant lie, I think. But he's really tall. You keep saying he's taller than me. He's so tall. Also, I apologize if I'm saying his name wrong. Six foot six. <laughs> He's six foot six. He's just a lanky white boy. <laughs> He's a lanky white, uh, lanky Irish white boy. What is this? But he. <laughs> He's that is so abnormal. Tall. He's so tall. But one thing I really appreciate about him is that he like gives credit to who he draws from, and he uses a lot of American blues. Yeah. He actually has, I think, Nina Simone on a song. <laughs> it's called Nina Cried Power. He's really cool. I love him. Anyway. What's He's your one bad fall away from losing <laughs> those shins, <laughs> losing those knees. So. <laughs> he, looks so, he looks so spindly. He is He's very spindly. <laughs> what a man, though. Okay, Bruce, okay. what's your obsession? Ooh, gosh. Ooh. 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 Um. My computer. I recently upgraded my. This is a good one. I recently upgraded my. And not getting political too, because I could. Because I've been reading books. Um, wow. And Bruce Twitter. reads, guys. Wow. You're saying this during Women's History Month. <laughs> I can't believe it. But now, um, gosh, what was I saying? Uh, my computer. I recently upgraded my computer. Spent way too much money on it. I was like, I'm just gonna go buy a new graphics card. And a graphics card. For the people that don't know, is uh, something that makes your computer run better. Um, it makes games run better. I spent like three hundred and fifty dollars on it, and then I get back, I plug it in, and my CPU is not good enough to help this GPU run, my graphics card run. So I'm like, okay, now I have to upgrade my CPU. Otherwise, I'm not going to get the full extent of the power that my GPU can give me. So I buy a new CPU. 
And I also decided to buy a new RAM while I'm at it. And I buy like 32 gigabytes of it to replace it. And then I'm told by my friend, who decided not to tell me until I'd already bought new RAM, that my motherboard is not going to fit this type of RAM that I bought. So that means I have to buy a new motherboard. <laughs> and another a new motherboard's like another $150. The CPU is $150, so that's $300, plus $80 for the RAM is $380, plus $350 for the new GPU. <laughs> Somewhere around $700, $800 I've spent already. Bruce has just been spending his money like he's I not a broke college student, man. I have. I got my refund back, and... That's where it all went. <laughs> and I installed everything. My first time ever installing a computer fully instead of just one component. I was he in the bathroom. He made me walk all the way upstairs to hold a singular part and then walk all I, the way back downstairs. I was just trying to write my ball hog article. And you didn't even get it done that night. I did. I did get it done that night. You okay. interrupted me getting okay. it done. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I needed help. I was going to ask my roommate. He was at the gym. And I was like, hey, Chloe's downstairs. She can help. And so I text her, and I'm like, because it was just one part. It was just one part, because every time I would put it there, I would try and screw it in, and it would just fall out, because I couldn't hold it, hold the thing, and then screw it in. So I had to have somebody hold the part while I screwed it in, and then she did that. I was in the bathroom, because if... It was a man's bathroom, guys. I don't, I don't know you, the difference. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. that. I've never even seen... Some people know what I'm talking about. And they're listening to this right now, and they're imagining it. What's the difference? I'm not going to explain it to you. Okay. Continue with your story. Anyway, I was installing <laughs> it in the bathroom, because if you do it on carpet, there's a chance that you build up static electricity. And you're going to die. And you short-circuit the computer. <laughs> your computer's going to die. And if you short-circuit the computer, that's like thousands of dollars gone. And I did not want that to happen, so I brought it into my bathroom, set it on top of, like, the counter with the sink. <laughs> I closed the little sink thing so nothing would fall in there, and I just got to work. It took me two hours to put it all together. It was so humid in there. I had to step out for air, because like, <laughs> I would just be in there for so long. I was so dehydrated. I think, like, all of my sweat, I think I just sweat so much in there that I just lost. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but I got it built, and then my internet wasn't working, so I spent the past week working with ITS trying to get that figured out. Rest in peace. I'm so sorry that happened to you, King. No, you're not. No, I'm not. You're laughing at me. Ha, 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 ha. Well, that's been the Alessal After Hours, everybody. Yeah. This was actually not as bad. No, this was actually a really good addition. We were pretty uh, focused. We, we were actually really focused for Surprise. us, and we got some good conversations, mostly from me. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess if that's what you want to think. <laughs> no, we did get some good conversations though. Like we stayed on task, and we brought up some things that are really important while staying on task. Wow, this never happens to us, guys. So, what do you think of the? Uh, what, what's the? Uh, How's the weather out there? No, no. What's that place you went to again for pasta? Sugos. <laughs> Sugo these okay. nuts. 